to help us navigate the routine that is suitable for our skin, we are joined by professional skin therapist at Dermatologica, Nonzwakazi Nyembe, who studied at the Durban University of Technology. She completed her three-year diploma in somatology, and Nani has also worked on a cruise ship as a skin therapist and body slimming specialist. Oh, and just so you know, she's been in this industry for six years. I think it's safe to say we are in safe hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the wellness booth, Noni. Hello. How are you? I'm good. So, right, so I believe when it comes to skin problems, the list is endless, right? We can, you know, can we just find out how exactly one can start having a skincare regimen? Do I really need different products for mornings and evenings? Uh, yes, uh, you do need for both times mm. because climate is quite different. During the day, it's hot with air pollution. Yeah. And at night, that's where the skin repairs itself. Yeah. So you need both, or you need basically products that would actually benefit both those times. Yeah. So we mostly do advise that people use that for the night, so because the skin does repair itself while you're sleeping, and during the day to protect yourself, especially to wear sunscreen, the most important thing you can do for yourself, and to protect your skin from environmental factors. Do need those products to mm. actually benefit our skin. Just last week, we spoke about screening for STDs and, you know, all other infections. Tell me more about skin care screening. How often does one have to do that? Is it perhaps seasonal? On the skin, before you can actually, where I currently work, Mm. before we can do anything, we need to find out where your skin's health is currently at. And we must know what we're actually dealing with to check your skin's health. It's more of a map to give us um, an idea of what we're actually working with. It is important. Mostly um, every three months will be advisable because it takes the skin three months to actually see a change in your skin. Sure. And um, approximately how much does one have to budget for these skincare screenings? Uh, it, it differs with um, mm-hmm. the company or a skincare center that you go to. Certain skincare centers, they offer complimentary ones. Some, they actually charge you for a consultation. It also depends where you actually go to because it's a business at the end of the day. But where I work, Mm -hmm. we do a complimentary skin analysis. Okay. Sure. And Noni, you know, diets are also very important when it comes to the appearance of skin. And here in South Africa, we always say that, you know what, drinking water and minding your own business is what will help us achieve radiant skin. But apart from those very two important factors, what food helps us nourish the skin? Um, with uh, this role, that will be mostly answered by a nutritionist, but mm-hmm. we are advised to have a balanced diet mm. because it's different uh, vitamins and um, benefits that we can get from food. Certain um, fruits and vegetables actually help to um, hydrate our skin. Yeah. So that's what it actually does. But diet does not have much of an effect on your skin, basically, because it's people that can actually have an unhealthy diet, but their skin can still look good. True. You, know? yeah. you cannot really guarantee, there's not really a proven factor that diet has a factor, but healthy eating is still crucial for our skin. Yeah. But there's no scientific proof that it does have an effect, but it does aggravate certain uh, skin conditions, though, but it's not really the cause or of some sort, basically. 
So, Nani, just so it doesn't seem like we focused on the ladies tonight, um, I've personally seen so many memes on how guys use the same towel for their feet, for their back, for their body, <laughs> on their face. Do we really have uh, different structures compared to them? I mean, do we, I mean, we do release different hormones, right? So, can we treat our skin the same? Um, we actually can, but the thing is with men, men's skin, because of men, Men, they don't age quickly because they they have larger pores and they also have an oily skin. But um, mm. because they're also prone to impurities and acne, their skin is quite stronger. It's actually thicker than our skin, you know, that type of thing. Because they always say people have oily skin, their skin is quite, it's, it's quite strong. But when we treat skin, we treat skin the same because the skin is all the same. Yeah. Men also have the same concern as women actually have. They concern about aging, they concern about all different things. So we basically treat your skin according to your concern. Yeah. Your skin is the same. It's just that the difference with men's skin is quite thicker than our skin. Because mm. they are doesn't age quick compared to our skin. But we can still all use the same product. Yeah. I can use the same product as my partners basically. Okay. So there's no certain product that we say, oh it's for men, for women. But the difference is that with men is that because of their facial hairs, because those are more like pubic hairs on their face basis, but that is treated differently. That is just a different from just skincare. It's also more on the men's grooming part. Yeah. That's the difference basically that they can use a different face product on their face. Speaking about facial hair, um, I've heard of this hack and I've personally tried it, to be honest. Sure. So people use bar soap as shaving cream. I mean, we're students, no need to be honest. We have to get affordable things. Is that good for my skin or should we put it to an end? Um, it has been used um, even before our forefathers. You know why? It's because the foam that is created by the bar soap, so it makes it easier. Mm for the shaving, basically. But when you see men actually shave their skin, their skin starts to become actually darker in those areas. True. Or it's prone to um, break out ingrowns and all of that. But the difference with using a shaving product and using soap is because those products have added ingredients that is going to help to calm the skin. But the soap, what it does, because the soap is not really meant to be used for the because it starts to dehydrate the skin also. Mm. But most people would use the soap just of the foam, basically. But they don't understand that whenever they're using that, it's still going to be damaging their skin and it's going to elevate the skin also and put stress on the skin. Mm. But we cannot really say they should stop doing it because it's difficult to actually convince a man to do something, but they can be convinced, though. <laughs> But I won't say they should stop it, but that's what they want to see. More men want something that is more foamy. That's why they'll still use their soap and all of those things. But it still damage the skin because there's nothing that they use afterwards that's going to help mm. heal the skin. Because mm. even when you shave our skin, it's more damaging to the skin when you do that. Yeah, sure. And Noni, now that you've mentioned things that damage the skin, um, if you're trying to find the best product for your skin, how long should one wait before switching to another product? Can you switch products for next week and then the week after try another product? Or do you have to, is it permissible to wait for a specific Six amount months, of time? Yeah. yeah. Um, with, with, it also depends what products you're actually um, using because when it comes to products, we have different um 
bioactivity in a sense that we wait within the strength of the ingredient that is in the product. Because most products that we buy on, on the counter, the active ingredients are much lesser compared to a product that you will come and see me and then I will recommend for you. Because certain ingredients you can't use them for yourself or there is certain contraindications, you know, the type of a thing. Yeah. So it's also going to depend where once it's analyzed your skin, what you currently use, we find out on your history. So that's when we can get to advise you on what you can actually use on your skin. But sometimes when people cherry pick and different, like basically when they change different products, what happens is it becomes damaging their skin because some product is, is too harsh for their skin or maybe they're using a, an incorrect product. So from a professional point of view, it's good to always see an expert to actually help you because most people that come and see me, they told me they've tried basically everything, but they don't see the results that they want. So we mostly advise people to come and actually get to check their skin's health where it's currently at because... Google and so many things can promise you so much and then oh, you're going to keep on so because one skin is not the same. My skin will mm. never be the same as you. I can say this is working for me, but it will never work for you. So that's where we get to find where your current skin health is at, what your skin needs. Because skin is actually affected by so many things. It could be stress, it could be hormones, it could be different things that is affecting your skin. So you can't just treat your skin as the same way as your body can be treating it, basically. So it will be advisable to ask for professional help, basically, I would suggest that. And I don't know if you're aware, but there was a rise in popularity of the acne drug. It's called Accutane. Are you aware? Do you know which drug I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. So, so, different ones, yes. Yes. So now Accutane for one is an oral pill that is taken over a period of time to treat cystic acne, right? And in uh-huh. most cases, um, it makes the skin look worse before it becomes better. Would you say yes. that Accutane is a good way to treat severe acne? Um, it's actually good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the side effects are not that good. Yeah. But that is mostly recommended by doctors. That is a strong form of vitamin A that you use on your skin. Okay. Whenever you use vitamin A, even in our products, anything that has vitamin A, you have to be away from the sun. Sure. And also, whenever we're treating acne, your skin first starts to clear itself from the inside. Mm-hmm. And then we start to see maybe within the first month that your skin is becoming worse before it gets better. So when it comes to treating acne, it's quite different. But reacetin, it is a quite, um, it is a good ingredient to actually use on your skin. Okay. But when it comes to acne, it's quite tricky because it's a chronic skin inflammation. Yeah. So chronic means you're prone to it. It can always come and go. Constantly. So people who have the reacetin, they come back and see us and say, but I've been to the doctor and then it's back. So that's why we always recommend that you have to be on acne-prone products for the rest of your life. Because you are prone to it, because that is a bacteria mm. that is within you. So that to always come and go, always come and go. So you're basically prone to it. So reacetin is it's quite a good uh, medication, mostly prescribed by doctors in severe cases, because there's different stages of acne, up to four stages of acne. Sure. Mm. So we up to two stages, and then from three to four, it's mostly the doctors that have to do it oral. Yeah. 
Okay, Noni. Yeah. Um, everyone ages, right? And at some point, all of us will need to use anti-aging creams. I just want to know what age exactly is perfect to start using them? Um, I would say from the age of within your 20. Oh. The sooner you start using anti-aging products, the less you're more likely to develop wrinkles and fine lines. In care, basically, even teenagers now are taking care of their skin. From the age of 14. But with anti-aging, we'll mostly recommend that from the, within your teeth to start doing that. Wear products that have antioxidant. And also to always wear sunscreen. Mm, Okay. So we always recommend that you start using that from the age of 20. All right. And then does makeup actually contribute towards the health of our skin? I mean, we've watched so many videos about exfoliating. Um, Also, we don't know how often we should exfoliate because also sometimes it gets too abrupt for the skin, right? It can damage the skin. So what care can people take under their makeup? Well, with with makeup, I mostly wear makeup every day. Mm. How you actually take care of your skin because I mostly use things on my face before I can put my makeup. Um, you need to wear things under, especially sunscreen. The most important thing is with makeup is that you don't sleep with makeup on. Sure. Because you don't allow your skin to breathe at night. The time where it's supposed to actually be well, when you're resting, that's when it's supposed to be working. Because during the day, it's just busy. You never give your skin time. You always have apply so much makeup to your face, you don't even yeah. allow your skin to breathe. At the end of the day, skin is a living organ because we sit through it, air pollution sits on top of our skin. So yeah. the moment you put makeup, you do not allow your skin to breathe. So makeup is actually not bad. It's how you take care of your skin. And also when it's all about the quality of the product that you actually use on your skin.